Oh, welcome in. Take Silly Podcast. Aaron, how you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. It's a good week. You know, we uh, just enjoying the nice weather. You know, it's not as bad as it was last week with that tornado that came through. Got a little rain last night, but uh, got a new dishwasher, or not dishwasher, washing machine and dryer. So nice. That's exciting, right? But did Lowe's set that up for you? Lowe's did, and they uh, they brought it to me and hooked it up after wow. after I broke the valve on uh, in the hot water valve when it came to the washer and had to learn uh, how to install a new one. Did you tell them that they broke it? Uh, I broke it. <laughs> yeah, but did you tell them that they broke it? Oh, that would have been hard to explain because <laughs> I had to take it off before they got here. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I mean, we have a house standing, and my lungs have gotten better, so I call that a good week. It is a fantastic week. <laughs> been pretty it good for uh, hog sports as well. Um, oh, yeah. But I guess we'll get into the uh, pixely question of the day. Pick silly question of the day brought to you by Cooper and Duke, the dogs that make you go crazy. Cooper and Duke driving us crazy for the last 10 months. Oh, I do have to bring up. Uh, mm. I had the most viral tweet I have ever had in my entire life. I saw that. That's pretty impressive, man. And it involved you. I want you to know that <laughs> this podcast wouldn't have happened without you. And oh, so, shucks. Thank you. Mm, of course you know pixily's growing we're getting there which by the way if you haven't seen it i encourage you to go to pixily podcast on twitter and uh it was basically about tony so i gotta give the story behind that actually i'm right. not gonna drop any names but i will say he's on the radio in the morning times in northwest arkansas and that's as far as i'm gonna go with it okay without giving his there name it is it's already obvious as can be. Uh, he came on the radio this morning and he kind of has his own little show to himself and he was talking and I'm like, okay, you know, this guy's making some sense. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy listening to him. He's very calming in the morning, you know, with my road right. rage, it, it evens out with my road rage. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, he's like, you know, guys, I gotta admit, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. So I may misquote him or something like that. But he said, you know, guys, I, I think that I think that Tony just wasn't that great for us. I mean, I, I see him maybe going overseas, which I agree with. I don't think he's going to be in the NBA. I don't think he's that good. He's like, I see him in Australia or things like that, but he just wasn't good enough. He came in as the the three-point shooter that we thought he was going to be, and uh, and then we just see that that just wasn't the case. And uh, And I think that – his lack of offensive efficiency really handicapped, and he didn't say this quote, but he said it really handicapped our uh, our uh, potential as a team. And I was like, "What?" Oh. And now maybe I misunderstood. Okay, so maybe this is right. my fault. Sometimes I hear things, and I'm like, "Are you serious right now?" And then they repeat it right. back, and I'm like, "Okay, I heard it wrong." So All this right. may be this. My voice just cracked. This may be Ooh, one of puberty. those. Yeah. This may be one of those times where I heard it wrong and right. I was, you know, I don't know. It, it, maybe I was dealt with road rage or something. But, man, I I went straight to Twitter as soon as I got home. I got on Pixilly's, um Twitter feed, and I'm like, man, I got I to gotta tweet about this. And sure enough, a lot of people agreed with me that Tony 
was I don't even know why it's in question. Tony was an excellent defender this year, and I don't think that we would have made it to the Elite Eight without a say Tony on our team. Yeah, no, he was the best defender on the team, and we'll talk about him later in basketball, but it's like that is kind of a silly comment that they made if that is uh, the context of it all because uh, we know how good he was and how important he was to this team. None other than the Tennessee game, if you need an example. And look, here, here's the thing. Like, I, I get the point of, you know, the offensive efficiency. He, he, was, he was good. But we had designated jobs for every person on that team. Every player on that team had a job. Devo was not – his job was not to just shoot from half court. That was right. J.D. Note's job, okay? Right. Uh, let's see. Jalen Williams, his job was not to uh, shoot from the corner, right? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't know a lot of basketball turns, but I will say that Tony did a really good job with his job, and I don't think we really learned our jobs until that – you know, halfway or three games into the uh, SEC season. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my point of view is I think Muss is very strategic on who he uses for what reason, and uh, and then he uses that to, you know, ultimately win basketball games. And in this case, Tony used his basketball skill or uh, uh, defensive skills. And so I'm going to shut up now. I'm I'm rambling, but (laughs) that's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll get into get him a little more here after the pixely question of the day. Yeah, but, I'm getting uh, carried away. Oh, getting excited, wait, man. Wait a sec. That is crisp. That is nice and crisp. What you got, Cheers. my guy? Orange juice and whisk. Oh, that's good. Yes. I have it a is random. Good. So for my wedding, I'm about to just do a ton of rambling this episode. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> Uh, for the wedding, you know, we bought a ton of beer and a ton of seltzers. And, uh-huh. uh, this is like August of 2021. And, um, I think it was 2021. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. And, uh, and so we still have like a ton of seltzers left over and that's, this is one of those. I mean, we probably have 200 seltzers left that I need to drink. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't worry. I'll be visiting soon. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> Pick silly question of the day, Aaron. Yes, sir. Is a hot dog a sandwich? What's your reasoning for yes or no? You know, I have contemplated on this for many hours. In fact, Mm. I include this into my morning meditation routine. Mm. Uh, Yes, it comes after my yoga. (laughs) My, My stretching, and then I do my yoga, and I do it in my robe. Well, I had two of them today, so, you know, and then I did yoga. Meditation? Hot dogs. Hot oh, dogs oh, and hot yoga. Dog. oh, okay. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't sure where we were going to go with that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich. So, here's the thing. When I think of a sandwich, I think of two separate pieces of bread, okay? Mm-hmm. However... You go to Subway, they don't cut that bread all the way through. So so it brings up a different question then because we mm-hmm. call Subway sandwiches subs and they're that way. So it could be considered a sub. That's true. It could be considered a meat only sub. Well, I don't know. I like 
depending on the hot dog. Do you put lettuce put, on your hot dog? I, I've done it. Do I you put, put tomato salad. on your hot dog? I've done it, dude. I've done it. Now I put <laughs> I put sauerkraut on there. That's disgusting. Sauerkraut is delicious. You put it on there with some spicy mustard. You got yourself a good hot dog. And then uh, I uh, I like now now if we're talking about what I enjoy most on my sandwich dog is I enjoy some good ketchup. <laughs> Putting on my sandwich dog. <laughs> okay, you give me some what? Give me some good ketchup. Okay. Don't not Dollar General, not Dollar Tree. Uh-huh. Give me some hunts. Okay. Uh, wait, give time me out. some. Have mm. you had the Whataburger hot ketchup? It's fantastic. Yes, you need to go and buy you a bottle if you're listening to this. You will not regret it. Okay, carry on. Sorry, Whataburger. If you need someone to, uh, you know, help sponsor, you know, Pixily Podcast at Pixily yeah. Studios, we will um, take unlimited ketchup in exchange for your sponsorship. Yes, <laughs> and 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 Whataburger coupons. Uh, <laughs> so. But give me some ketchup, give me some mustard, give me some sweet relish. And sometimes, if I want to mix it up a little bit, give me some chili and onions. Okay, is there any hot dog under there? I mean, yeah, at, a, at a certain point. It's right there at the bottom. It's kind of like you, that Subway sandwich, you know? You can you me, you end up running out of coats before you just can't put on any more. So at what point do you, like, stop with your condiments? Uh, so, so let me let – me, clean this up a little bit thank you chili and onions would be by itself okay all right and then mustard ketchup and relish would be by itself okay respectfully i agree with so sauerkraut where does that fit in the equation uh if it depends if i'm doing sauerkraut and spicy mustard because that would be a hot dog choice for me you have just different combos different uh what templates i guess Mm, for your hot dogs yes okay so i have only had i say i've only had whenever i was a kid i was big into hot dogs i don't know like what happened but i just quit eating them um and then here recently melissa and i went to walmart and i bought some like smoked brats uh, oh sausage and man throw them on the grill and i'll put that spicy ketchup on there from uh, yes, Whataburger, mm. money, money, money. And I didn't even have hot dog buns. I used Man. a piece of bread. You're, you're talking a slice of bread? Yes, that's right. I see your face. I know. <laughs> piece of bread. Sandwich. It's, hang on. Now we need to revisit <laughs> this. Sandwich. No, I mean that, is it a sandwich? Listen, uh, we grew, we legally, grew- yes. But Lone Oak, Arkansas is considered a portion of the Delta, which is kind of the poor area of Arkansas. So we did fried bologna. Yes. We did hot dogs. Yes. We did the cheapest meals available. I got to admit, before like the past few years, I've never heard of Wagyu. It's as expensive beef, apparently. We just said, listen, we eat steak and hamburger sometimes. Now, steak is on rare occasions because I think we go with pork chops because it was cheaper. Yeah, that was more for like you graduated in college. We're going to grill you a steak today kind of thing. That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, we went to the hot dogs and the fried bologna and like those were our sandwiches of choice. So l- let me ask you this. 
the fried bologna. Did you mm. cut a slit in the middle so that way the bubble didn't just? We know. did this the four cut method. We went snip snip, and then like when we did snip snip, like that bubble went away in the middle. Oh. But what I did was I would put a tomato and some ranch, not ranch, tomato and mayo on that sucker, and it was heavenly. Okay, and that I would is, that's equally as disgusting as the ranch. Whoa, 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 whoa! What'd you put on your fried bologna sandwich? And did you have it for breakfast? That's also mustard. Question, right? Okay, oh. no, but I put mustard on my bologna sandwich. That's fair. Did you ever do like bologna and ketchup? Uh, I'm sure I did. Yeah, back when we were like, but I 12. think I think the big thing was ketchup. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, I guess we better talk about some sports here. <laughs> we stuck there we're, for a second. We're like, yeah, we're like 15 minutes in right now, and it's we're still fine. talking Every, about baloney. Someone's yelling at the you know podcast saying, "What are you even talking about? A hot dog is not a sandwich." Listen, it's a sub sandwich with a link in it all right and then you got the other folks out there like why aren't you guys talking about the hogs if you want just a strict podcast about the hogs go listen to locked on uh hogs podcast and he will talk strictly about the hogs we here are pig silly we're a little bit different right we will get to the hogs but we will entertain you with side conversations that's right so uh, brought to you by cooper and duke yes um so, yeah, so I've been busy uh, the past week or so, so I haven't had a chance to really look at the Google Doc. Aaron kind of took over with this one. Um, I guess we can call it even since last week he kind of had a tornado come through and I've been busy this <laughs> week. So we'll, we'll It'll call work. it good now. <laughs> we'll call it good. Yeah, man, you know, and we'll, we'll jump right into the basketball and the portal updates. Um, it's been a crazy week. You know, we came off the Elite Eight and, you know, uh, Kansas won the national championship against North Carolina, so college basketball outside of all-star games is pretty much ending. Um, just got to point out real quick that my champion won in uh, the bracket challenge. I picked KU because they had the easiest uh, direction to the championship and, and won that one. So, you know. Who won uh, Who won's our, our groomsmen? Was that you? I did. Oh, okay. I did. That, that's basically what you're saying right now. Yeah. So, the I went loser, to, we had a bet for our uh, bracket challenge and the loser has to buy is it the whole crew i think it's you know it's, it's a 30 pack for the whole crew but that may change that's subject to change because i ended up being the loser and so all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden when i start losing people start changing the rules to where it negatively impacts me so We'll, we'll find out what that means here in the next few months or so we we have another groomsman that uh he just got a new house and we're going to spend some time with him. So, uh, but uh, yeah, somehow out of it, I know I won that one. So I'll just take it. Um, you know, fantasy football, fantasy football bracket <laughs> challenge. I'm going back to back to back. Man, <laughs> I, didn't even let that, I didn't even let that sink in, my guy. I, didn't, I never even noticed that. To quote, to quote the one LeBron James, not one. Not two, not three. <laughs> but it was three. Fantasy, it was three. Fantasy football is coming again. We'll see what happens. I can't get too big of a head. I got to be ready and be able to pick 
Cooper Cup again. So <laughs> that is your that is your first overall pick. I tell you what, if I'm in the draft before you, I'm picking Cooper Cup, and then he'll get injured on like week one. Oh, that would be very unfortunate. Yes. So, yes. Anyway, but going back to basketball, but no, it it the basketball season ended, and uh, you know everything got picked up. You know, Twitter feed yesterday was crazy. You were listening to it. I was listening to it. Um, they were talking about some big news after some big news earlier in the week. And like, we were waiting for it all day today. I'm like, what was the big news? And it was that we got some twins, uh, that decided to, uh, commit to Arkansas. Um, this all after JD Note and Aldis Tony, uh, decided to leave for the NBA draft and KK Robinson, Connor Vanover and Chance Moore decided to transfer out. And so this team is loaded with star talent and some amazing transfers that uh, decided to commit to Arkansas. Um, of course, we also got to bring up that Jalen Williams decided to go to the NBA draft as well, but he hasn't hired an agent yet. So he has a, re- a possibility to return. I, I think that he will return. I think um, so that, too. I think his feet are kind of testing the waters and that's really it. For sure. Yeah. And I think he's, he's getting some really good feedback on what he can improve on next season. But Jalen, if he comes back, he's the leader of this team. He'd be a junior. Uh, and he would, well, a COVID sophomore, but he's a junior. So let me, let me ask you this. Do you think this team, if Jalen Williams gets drafted first round, okay, let's just mm-hmm. play the if. <clears throat> if he gets right. drafted first round and he's gone, this team is number one on the preseason way too early um, list, right? Top 20 right. or whatever on many people's mm-hmm. lists. Um, mm. If he leaves, <clears throat> I don't see us as number one. I, I don't. I, I think he's I, a vital piece to our uh, to our defense, to our offense. I mean, he's such a functioning part of our team. Yeah, I think him and Devo are important because they know the system. You and, and Kamani is still here as well. We got to remember that those players from last year are going to coach up these new uh, freshmen, these transfers that have come in. They're going to coach them up to make them understand this system a lot better. Um, and of course, Coach Muss is such a good coach that he can help connect dots and squeeze as much talent out of each of his players as possible. And, and even if that means losing a couple of early games. However, you know, uh, I think we're top five if Jalen goes. I think if he comes back, we're, we're number one. And, um, you know, some of the Blue Bloods may get a number one uh, vote, but I still think that Arkansas is number one when it comes out next year if Jalen returns. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at the roster tracker that OTH Arkansas, I'm becoming a huge fan of this guy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has this roster tracker, if you missed it last, last episode, where he keeps up with the transfers, freshmen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And um, here's our roster for next year as it stands four hours ago because anything can change now uh, within four hours, it seems like. Uh, right. We have Jalen Williams, Devo Davis, Kamani Johnson, Jackson Robinson. So those are sort of our veterans. Should I call mm-hmm. them veterans? I mean, they're, so they're veterans. 20 they've years been here old. longer than a year. Yeah. yeah, they're they're twenty something years old, and they're veterans in our you know in our uh, play scheme. So, uh, and then we have these un- incoming freshmen: Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, our three five stars, all Americans, I might add. 
Uh, right. Darian Ford, four star. Barry Dunning, I think he's a four star. And Joseph Pinion so, uh, is all also top one hundred players. Yeah, excellent players. And then we have Trayvon Brazil. Um, I, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Did you figure that no, out? No, no, that's in the ballpark. We're going to okay. stick with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just going to keep saying Brazil until somebody corrects us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our now twins out of uh, oh, forgive me, Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Yes, yes, Rhode sir. Island. Uh, Makai Mitchell and Mikel Mitchell. Uh, super excited about those guys. Do you have anything good to say about them? Yeah, Mikhail, 6'10", 245, uh, transfer out of there. You know, the Twins uh, together equaled about 20 points a game. Mikhail was 10.7. Makai was was 9.9. Mikhail is 6'10", 245. Makai, 6'9", 230. Um, Like, they're they're very even in their stats. 10 pounds or 10 points, about seven rebounds each. Makai was a four-star, number 69 overall in the 2019 class. Uh, EvanMaya.com has him as a five-star transfer, 21st overall transfer in this transferring class. Mikel is stated as a former three-star in that 2019 class, and he's a current four-star as a transfer in the 66th overall transfer, according to EvanMaya.com. One of the things that I think is most important when talking about this is we needed a big man for rebounding and defense. That's something that we missed in that Duke game, uh, I feel like. And Jalen is a fighter. He did a fantastic job against Gonzaga, um, against Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. And so, uh, you know, we, we've already got one in, in Jalen Williams if he decides to return. However, um, they are rated the number three and number seven uh, number three and number seven ranked defensive players in this transfer portal. So what that tells me is these guys are going to be stone walls at the rim, ready to stop anything at six, nine and six ten, And they're interchangeable. They're going to come in and out with each other and they're going to be able to get us rebounds and stop those big men who try to post up uh, against Arkansas next year. Man, I'm looking at this Evan Maya guy, and he's freaking a boss. <laughs> he has a Ph.D. in st- statistics and data science. Uh, okay, so, hey, whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Evan, P- Maya, EvanMaya.com is where he got that from. I've been looking for that website for a while and couldn't find it, so I'm glad you you told me about it. Yeah, no, Evan Maya is tremendous. You know, anyone with a Ph.D. Pro- probably knows as much as anyone else, and <laughs> – I'll take his wisdom when it comes to these guys. Um, you know, Makai and Mikel were tremendous pickups. There was, there was some rumor that they were going to be coming to Arkansas. I was just kind of waiting to see. And, and honestly, there could probably be one more. Uh, I won't. I can't say whether that's going to happen or not, but I could see it um, in the transport portal. I, I think that they want a mature guard of some sort, like in the Xavier Pinson um or, you know, there's some other guards that are out there. But uh, I think they want one more mature guard that is going to be like a junior or senior to help contribute to, to this Arkansas team. Um, freshmen are good. Even all-American freshmen are good. But you can't beat uh, some experience in college basketball. So what's your lineup looking like, your starting five? Let's see. I've got Nick Smith, Jr. at okay. a guard. Uh, I've got Anthony Black at a guard. Okay. I got Jalen Williams playing forward, mm-hmm. a 6'10 forward coming in there. 
Uh, Jordan Walsh is the six, seven forward and, and he is a stud. Um, and then it'll be one of the Mitchell brothers. Uh, I think it's the McHale who will be the starter, but they're interchangeable. Uh, Mackay and McHale, they're, they're both, you're getting the same production no matter who you put out there. Um, so are, are they, uh, and this is just me not knowing, so are they forwards? Are you going with a three-forward lineup right here? Yeah, so, and of course in college basketball now, like they could do a three-forward lineup. There's not like a traditional – there's very few traditional centers mm-hmm. anymore. It's right. like you run three forwards, and one of those forwards is a big that act that can shoot. Makai um, oh, okay. and McHale can yeah. both – Makai and McHale are like 30% three-point shooters, which is which is nice for a big. And that's what uh, Coach Musselman wants is some – like they want him to play defense and stop the ball, but he also wants them to be able to – hit the three on occasion. And so um so I think Mackay, I think oh good. Makai and Mikhail, I was just gonna say they're both pretty they're they're average shooters, which is good for a six nine, six ten person. So I've got um here's what I think. Jalen Williams is obviously gonna be starting. I, I think that's gonna be for sure. And Jordan Walsh is gonna be first off the bench with him. Uh, mm-hmm. if he needs a breather. Um, I also think Jordan Walsh is going to be a flex. You know, he, he mm-hmm. doesn't just have to be a backup for uh, Jalen Williams, depending on, you know, just how good he is in this uh, offensive scheme. Um, right. So I think Jalen's going to start for sure. I think one of the twin brothers are going to start, and I think we're going to have three forward or three uh, three guards. That's what I think. And so I you go in Devo. Well, I, I'm going Nick Smith, um, Anthony Black. And then I think Devo or maybe even Pinion, because I know Pinion's super good. Uh, he's he a can guard, he right? can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot threes. Six six guard. Um, it's it's hard, you know. And and you look at these stars, and and like what what's crazy is we're at a point where we're like four stars are not like starting. Yeah, and yeah. like and that's crazy because you know a lot of a lot of classes we would have or we'd have one four star and three three stars and we're at a point where we've got three five stars and three four stars and these are good four stars darian incredible incredible oh yeah darian ford is like one of the best high school players that have ever come out of arkansas he's won three state championships he's set some high school records in the state and And, he's and don't don't let us fool you i think he's going to get some play time I really oh yeah, Darren, yeah, Darren Ford's gonna run be like uh how um Devo was two years ago or like last it. year. I like that. He he he's Good gonna comparison. be that guy. That's that's gonna be the plan, I think, for for Darian. Um there's gonna be a fight for playing time. I think Pinion, if he is hitting 40% from three, that's the number I'm gonna put at. If he is hitting 40% from three, I think he gets uh, 10 to 15 minutes a game. Man, 40% yeah. from three, and you think he's only getting 10 minutes. Yep. Wow. And, and that's, okay. just, that's huh? just because of the athleticism and talent in front of him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think and then I, other than the 10-minute thing, I think he's going to get more time than that, but I'm probably wrong, so who knows. But And then Barry Dunny is going to be an athletic defender. Like, he's going to be – uh, he's going to be our oddies Tony next year. I th- uh, I would love to see 
Barry Dunny get out there and play. But I think he's going to – the four-star players are going to be our leaders next year. I do know that there's two players on our roster right now that really need to step it up next season. That's Kamani Johnson and Jackson Robinson. Um, we saw some good things, but, mm-hmm. I mean, they, look at who they're playing with. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, they have got to step it up if they want some PT or they're just going to transfer her out. You know, that well, seems to be the new thing where if it's not working, let me just not kick the bucket down the road and I'll bail. You know, Kamani, Kamani is a team player and he'll do whatever he can for this team. He loves the University of Arkansas. And I wouldn't be surprised, like, if it came down to it, he would he would play for free. He loves the state of Arkansas. Uh, he he's not going to lose his scholarship or anything and like that. Let me bring this up too, Connor Vanover. We do not need to trash that guy. I we've exchanged no. jokes about him about him being a giraffe and slow and look. That dude is about as classy as it gets. Never complained about not getting playtime. He never got upset. He never threw a fit. Guess what? He took the punch on the chin and he says, "You know what?" Wherever you need me, Coach, if you need me, I'm here. I mean, just a great overall Arkansas prospect. I say Arkansas prospect because I think he came from Little Rock. Um, All right, Euler. Yeah, so I I don't get the slander. I I know he wasn't great, but I just don't get the slander. If he was a pouty face, I would get it. But We also got to remember when he came in here, Adriel Bailey was our center at six six, and they were hoping that Connor That's... Vanover, like they were hope, wanting Connor Vanover to be eligible immediately. The next year is when they changed the eligibility rules for transfers. That's a if great Connor, point. If Connor Vanover was available that year, Connor Vanover would have averaged ten and five. Yes, like that. That is the talent level that Coach Muss has put from getting from going from Connor Vanover to Justin Smith to Jalen Williams. Like, and and then now the Mitchell brothers, like, and then we're going to have Jalen still, but it's like, that is coach Muss going far and beyond since the early nineties, since Oliver Miller, you know, that's the, you know, we had Dwight Stewart and Corliss Williamson, but Corliss was six, seven. And so it's like coach Muss has, has done a great job of, of getting great talent and putting a great team together. And so, um, you know, Connor's going to do great. I think he'll go somewhere like a Virginia. And if there's an offense like that, the half court offense. Um, some like to call it the Princeton offense, uh, low scoring, run the clock, pass the ball. But I think that he has a place in college basketball. Um, and I, I, I still think he'll be a 10 and five guy next year if he goes to the mm-hmm. right place. Yep. I, I definitely think the potential's there. Um, I just think, you know what? I, I, I don't mean this in a negative way, but he's surrounded by people better than him, you know? And I say and it, that even at work, like when I go to work, there's people that are around me that are way better at what I do. And uh-huh. that's just the way it is, you know? So I think that was just the unfortunate circumstance that year, you know, probation, I guess you can call it. It's not probation, but the year right. wait, um, it was just bad. Play, you know, it, it just, it sucked for him. It was just, Unlucky, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. For sure. And your and your words were sometimes and when we were talking to Isaac, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of luck. Right. And go forward. And I and I guarantee Connor in this next year, wherever he goes, 
is going to have some luck and and even outside of basketball he's a classy guy yeah he's going to do fantastic in life well moving forward to baseball um oh real real quick nope go ahead do you do you think this team they're they're you, you already stated it they're clear number they've been stated as the number one team next year do you think that this that they'll finally get that national championship in our lifetime well you know, I was I was alive in '94, but I don't remember the championship. But do you think we finally get one? Man, I I don't know that we'll have the um, the experience under the Musselman system. That's what that's how I'm going to put it. I think we'll get close again. I think we'll get. I said this, you know, even before I doubted, you know, before the even the season even started or after our losing streak, I doubted them. Uh, I think that we'll get to the Sweet 16 with this crew, but Nick Smith, I, I think that we've got lottery picks right here, and they're going to be right. on after this next year. Um, but depending on how good we do, obviously, because publicity helps, you know, how the system goes. Uh, but I think a lot of these guys are going to come back, and um, right. a lot of these freshmen are going to come back, and we're going to be even better next year, especially with their freshmen. To answer your question – I don't see us winning a national championship next year and screenshot it, clip it. Let's get video of this. I may save this for later because I hope I'm wrong. But, and look, I've never had a championship in my life. Never. Like in any sports program other than track and field or whatever, uh, there has never been a championship in football, basketball, you know, baseball, the major sports. Uh, the yep. major sports, yeah, I've never experienced a championship. So I don't know what it's like, to be honest right. with you. I have no idea. Uh, the The closest I've gotten is when um, when the Cardinals won the World Series in like 2013. 11. 11, okay, yeah. so I'm wrong there. So The Dave, the David Freese game six home run and triple <laughs> off the wall. I remember that. That you is – <laughs> right here in the fields you guys can't see it but aaron's wearing a cardinal shirt right now so that's even funnier yes Uh, so that that's just my point i have no idea what a good lineup looks like i have no idea what a championship look lineup looks like if i could draw it up this would be it three all americans uh three four stars and then we've got three excellent transfers along Mm. with a super good forward and then three other excellent players i mean we're just stacked do I think we're a championship team? I have no idea. I think we're going to make it to the Sweet 16 next year because we made back-to-back Elite Eights. It's unsustainable in my opinion. Um, I haven't taken much statistics. I had to take two statistics classes in college. Um, so, I mean, beats me. I think we're Final Four. Uh, I think that if they get a transfer, and this is the importance of having a senior at a guard position, I think if they get a, a guard that is a senior, and I and I mean that he is a senior, graduate transfer senior, that is someone that has experienced in college basketball. This is a very young team. Kamani is going to be his oldest player next year. And you need that guard with that experience who can teach players how to handle things maturely. So what we need to do, get one more player, one more guard, out of, out of the transfer portal, and just go forward. I like it. So who do you yep. see leaving then? Because we're max on uh, scholarships. Um, 
I know I would who say, I'm picking. I would, I would say Robinson. I was going to agree with you there, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see Kamani going anywhere. He's just too much of a hardcore. I think Robinson would be the one that goes in that situation. But Robinson could shoot threes. He's a former high-ranking – I think he was a lower five-star. And so, um, you know, if anyone, I think Robinson. Okay. But if Robinson stays, he's going to be a star next year. So, moving forward to baseball, it looks like we are uh, running out of time here soon. I don't have a timer on my computer yet, but uh, – Well, Zoom, well, since, since it's both of us – Go ahead. Since it's both of us and not three people, we have more time. That's true. That is true. So, yep. Zoom screams at me when I have, like, less than 10 minutes left. Aaron and I are way too lazy to go to each other's house, uh, and so we just Zoom. So, that's how this right. is done. Um, so, for baseball, uh, I watched a little bit of the game. Not a lot because it seemed like the first inning lasted three hours. Uh, that's to be true. frank with you. But Arkansas ended up beating UCA 29 to – or, sorry, tw- let me say this again. 21 to 9. Um, man, I mean, just style. Cr- what, what do you have to say about Dylan Leach? I mean, just a game, <laughs> game of a lifetime that right. you probably won't see for a while. Well, and, and I tried to look it up today on MLB.com to look at, you know, whether in MLB history – a person has hit a cycle and hit a home run from both both sides of the plate. And I couldn't find anything. Now, I spent about 30 minutes trying to find that today. Um, and, you know, it's a, that's a tough stat to find. So this might be the first time in baseball history, not just in college baseball, but in baseball history that someone's hit a home run from both sides of the plate and hit a cycle. And this is coming from a guy who is batting 0. .048, one out of 22 before this game. He wasn't that great. And then he has he the was, of his lifetime. <laughs> I mean, our, I'm just saying, Arkansas hit seven home runs in this game. Jace Bohofren hit two home runs. And we're not even talking about that part. We're talking about the fact that Dylan Leach, the backup catcher for the University of Arkansas, hit a cycle, a single, a double, a triple, and a home run, which is rare. Like Robert Moore did it last year against UCA. But before that, it had been since 1994. And then the same guy hits a home run from both sides of the plate. Like, that is incredible. Aaron, I've tried that in our co-ed softball league, and it's very difficult to just hit right-handed, and I am right-handed. So – yes. Hey, man, this dude's pretty good at baseball. I mean, what what is there more to say? I, I say he's I pretty good. The other night, he was pretty good. <laughs> it's like, well, it's one of those things. It's like we pick on people when they come on the screen. They're like, they only battle point four or point zero four eight. Right. They're horrible. And then there's a game like that, and that reminds you, um, we stink. <laughs> and so, like, we're fans. But, um, no, it was – one of those once-in-a-lifetime games to watch. It was and a we, long game. We knew the bats were coming. You know, I mean, right. you, UCA isn't that bad of a squad. Like, right. They're obviously in the Sun Belt, I think. Are they in yes, the Sun Belt? I, I think they're, I think in the they're moving. To, I think they're moving to the Atlantic Sun. I could be wrong, but I they, they're in the Southland okay. is what they used to be in. They're in the oh, Southland, right, but yeah. I th- but I think they moved to the Atlantic Sun Conference. Okay, well, yeah, I'm wrong. 
Um, so, I mean, they're obviously they're going to play with people about the same caliber as them, but right. UCA isn't a bad squad. And I mean, we just plummeted them, uh, right. just hitting wise. And, um, and, and I wouldn't take it lightly. Let's celebrate the wins that we have, uh, because certainly in college baseball, you just never know. You never know when one game could be your worst game of your life. Will Dylan Leach be SEC co-player of the week? I think so. <laughs> I really do. I think since he they has don't the, like. To, let me since check. They don't like to say player of the week. But when does that stuff come out? It comes out next week. Um, I think it's going to be hard overall yeah, because right. he's pro- because Michael Turner is probably going to start over the weekend, mm-hmm. and then Leach will probably get one game. But it's like just by that game, it's a legendary performance that no matter who the competition is, you know, that it's just such a rare, you know, baseball line that um, I would think that he would get a shout out from, from the SEC office. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if you included this. Okay. So I just saw something on Twitter. I'm, I apologize. I'm scrolling through Twitter, looking at hog news. So I'm sorry. Um, did you see that Lucas Coley's officially in the transfer? Yeah, I, He's a I heard that. I heard that. I was on Twitter when they said it, and it was one of those situations where it's like they moved him to tight end. He was a quarterback coming in. Um, there's there's some good talent at quarterback, um, you know, behind KJ, and there's a battle for backup and third string. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for Lucas. He's a good talent. He was Man, a three-star coming out. He's good. He was a three-star coming out of high school, and you just hope the best for him, man. You just hope the best for him. All right. Uh, moving forward. You have... Real quick. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say before we got too far in, uh, you know, the, the baseball game against Mississippi State or their, their series against Mississippi State, you know, they broke the bats out in the first two games and uh, actually – Blue Mississippi State out in those first two games showed their wow. offense. Um, however, game three, did you watch game three? I uh, can't remember. Games run together in my head for some reason. Uh, there's there's a lot of baseball games, but yeah, it was it was tied three three in the bottom of the ninth, and we had the bases loaded. Oh, I and, feel like uh, I would remember that if I watched it, so I probably yeah. didn't. <laughs> well, we had one out with the bases loaded and struck out twice. And then in the 11th, we had a guy on first and second, and we hit to a double play with one out. And then we gave up two runs. And a lot of people blamed Cole Ramage. Mm. Um, well, you can't, Cole, you can't just blame one player. What no. we have learned that quickly is in any loss, you can't just blame one player. So right. I, I just want to get that out of there. Yeah, no, and Ramage is, is a great senior leader. Um, I, I, he looked really good with his slider earlier in the year and I thought he looked quote unquote cop S. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But I think he has a lot to work on now. Um, and, and a lot of people like made fun of that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were pointing at me stating that. Um, but there were moments when we first started the season, a cool image just looked unhittable. His yeah. slider was, was hard to, to read and he was striking people out. Um, keep working Cole. I think he's, I think he's a great pitcher. Um, I think he can have a sub four ERA. Um, as the season goes along, he just has to, you know, get his control back. 
Um, but, you know, we lost that game five to three. Um, Arkansas won the series, but people were like, oh, we didn't sweep. Well, it's hard to sweep in the SEC. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're definitely not going to get to Omaha by just sweeping teams. Okay, you, right. you have to win series, and you've got to win baseball games. Right. And this is – I do remember – okay, I do remember the series against Mississippi State because I said a lot of trash on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. to a Mississippi State fan, if I remember right, and uh, I didn't even watch the games, so – <laughs> no, there were good games. We blew them out in, the, in game one and game two. Connor Nolan is are, is up for uh, one of the Golden Spike Award, like midseason Golden Spikes Player of the Year. Like he's doing phenomenal. I think he has like a sub two ER right now, and uh, he's been our Friday night leader. Um, what's your thoughts on Tennessee? You know, Tennessee's lost one game this year. And they just swept Vandy. Do you think Arkansas Man. can win the SEC? Tennessee's think... a good team. Yeah, Tennessee's I agree. a really good team. But I, do we play them? I don't think we not do. this year. Not yeah. this year. But yeah. I, I think that it's an if we want to win the SEC, it's an uphill battle because Tennessee is just absolutely loaded. And right. uh, and man, I remember preseason they had uh, you know. Uh, what, oh, what's the team? Is it is it Texas? Oh gosh, the the, the oh, who is that? Yeah, who's who's Texas? Who, let me let me check that? the top twenty five real quick. Texas. Oh, they're they're at seven. Oh darn. Uh, oh. No, I I remember them uh, claiming that they were going to win it all this season. Oh. And uh, and man, I mean, gosh, it just struck them back to reality. Yeah. No, I I hate Texas, so that, yeah. I just had to fit that in that's right seven's uh, still good but you get what i'm saying i'm about to check the sure. record they've lost nine games and they're still number seven hang on what's going on listen Ole miss is up there too and i think they have a 500 record in sec play so at you know texas lost to texas state this year and texas state uh just lost to texas a&m i mean there's a lot of this team lost to that team which lost to that team yeah, they lost but, the series uh, to South Carolina, and I don't even think South Carolina is good this year. Right. They're not ranked for sure, but South Carolina won back-to-back national championships in 2010-11. Now, that's over 10 years ago, but <laughs> they've been traditionally good. Back in uh, my day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, to answer your question, Tennessee is really good this year. Uh, they're mm-hmm. a team to watch, especially in Omaha. Um right. Man, I, I think that Tennessee's – I mean, we, we're what, like halfway through the season now, I think? For um, sure. I, I think that they're they're the team that we're going to have to beat. You know, Right. Like, if we want to win the SEC, and I, I don't mean literally beat them, you know, in a, in a game. I mean, we have to win more games than them to win the SEC. That's where I'm getting at. For, for sure. For sure. We'll see what happens. Well, before we get to listener mail, we want to bring up, you know, uh, women's basketball. We we need to talk about them a little more. Um, our, our women's basketball team made the NCAA tournament this year. Um, they've done it back-to-back years, which is amazing because it's, you know, I can remember seasons where um, our women weren't even talked about in in any sports. And now softball, baseball, track and field, they're just they're, – they're setting uh, the standard for, for the nation. And big thank you to Hunter Yurichek. Uh, for getting these programs together. But uh, 
Former five-star Ilana Eaton, she averaged three and a half points a game uh, and 1.3 rebounds a game. Um, and that fact came from ArkansasRazorbacks.com. Um, she's transferring out. Um, you know, that's that stinks because it's a five-star talent um, and, and she's leaving. But not only that, uh, Oregon State transfer and former five-star Sasha Goforth um, is stepping away from basketball. And she averaged 11 and a half points a game this year and 4.8 rebounds. And um, she was one of the leaders this year in basketball. So it's unfortunate, um, you know, Coach Neighbors does a tremendous job recruiting. Um, I guarantee he'll be in a transfer portal trying to get some extra players. But it, it, it stinks to see uh, two great talents that were former five stars leave the program. Yeah, and I, I can't say enough about uh, Sasha Gofort. She is – an outstanding player um, to be completely transparent. I haven't watched much of the women's basketball team. So, uh, but I have seen stuff about Sasha go forth and uh, obviously Ramirez is good. Right. I think Ramirez is uh, she's done. She's a senior, right? Yeah. She yeah, was a six so year senior. She led this year and props, uh, props to both of them. Yeah. And well, and go forth, you know, her unfortunate situation, she left for health reasons. Right. So she's not just leaving the program. She's leaving basketball in general. Yep. And I know that, that is a very hard decision to make. Um, but I understand, like, your health is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, real quick, before we transition, will Arkansas get to the Sweet 16 with Coach Neighbors? Get to a Sweet 16 with Coach Neighbors? With, with Neighbors? Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. He's, he's a great coach. Um, yeah. I'm wondering why we didn't go this year. Like, what – what? I think we just had a bad end of the season, if I'm remembering right, and that was the determining factor. And uh, I think we got like a 10 seed or something like that. Yeah, I can't against what Utah. It was. Uh, against we just Utah. Had and you, just yeah. unfortunate seedings, you know, and I think that um, Neighbors is a really good coach. Um and this may be me being partial. I was the same way about Mike Anderson when he was here. I right. thought he was a good, uh, a good coach. Right. And I, I think we can if we just stick with them and trust them and support right. them. Obviously, I think that it sucked whenever he got everybody in the building for the Kentucky game, and then you lose by like twenty something. <laughs> I think that right. sucked. But man, I don't know. I, I think I think he will though. Right. All right. Before we move on, we're, we're about to wrap this up, guys. But uh, the uh, football spring game is April 16th at 11 a.m. What are you looking most forward to and who will be the surprise player of the year for Arkansas Man, when football season starts? I'm looking forward to Hornsby. I'm looking yeah. forward to how we use Hornsby. And I'm not talking just at quarterback. Like, how are we going right. to use him in the option game? Uh, is he going to be out in the slot? Are we going to send mm-hmm. him in motion? Is he going to be a distractor piece? Are we going to send him on some routes? Uh, I think that he can be a Swiss Army knife, especially if he puts on some weight. Um, mm-hmm. He's just a little scrawny right now, but if we start feeding him uh, potatoes and gravy, I think that he'll get up there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, man, we, we could use him. We could use him in a mighty way. So that, uh, as far as the surprise player of the year, um, nobody comes to mind. I I think that KJ, the expectations are high. 
mm-hmm. I think that the Heisman, uh, I mean, I'm saying it right now, I think the Heisman expectations are high. Uh, he right. has potential. He's an all-star quarterback. Um, right. I think that I'm just excited, man. I, I'm excited right. for this football program because I think Sam Pittman's got it moving in the right direction. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I know it'll be good to see how he connects with these receivers. I think Hazelwood will be a good talent um, as they could, they make camaraderie with each other. And so, um, moving on past that, you can go on to the new news. So, our new news section of the week, uh, we, we mentioned last podcast about a hat giveaway. We have a little bit more details now. We're still fine-tuning um, on this hat giveaway. It's, it's still back there somewhere um, in a closet, I guess, not collecting dust. Um, so that's going to be the week of April 15th through 19th. We're going to post something, a graphic on Twitter, Facebook, um, and our website. Did I just say it? Website? You did. Our uh, website. Man, just spoiler alert. I'm going to, I'm going to say that here in a minute, uh, give more details, but the winner is going to be announced April 22nd. So be sure that you're paying attention to our Twitter, our Facebook, uh, and follow the rules. I mean, there's going to be. I don't know, probably two or three rules that you have to do uh, in order to win this hat. And if you don't do all three, well, you're not going to get the hat, you know. Um, so that's that. Uh, we will post a picture of the hat so you know what you're going to be, quote, unquote, winning. Um, and instructions will be, you know, given uh, through the graphic. Uh, so listener mail, we have some mail. I'm going to go back to the website here in a minute. Uh, this is from Bill from Down Under. So, uh, yeah, just, just a casual here. Uh, he says, are the hogs going to Omaha? Yes. Give it time. Set it up. They're going to have first round matchups that in, in bomb Walker regional, super regional matchups in bomb Walker. And then there will be a long, long train line of cars going to Omaha to watch the hogs this year um i I think they're going to get there and i think they're uh, i i think they'll be one of the final four teams in baseball let me remind everybody listening to this it's not about how you start the season okay it's just not you can start off super hot like tennessee right now uh but if you start crapping out and putt puttering down the road uh especially whenever you start getting into regional season um you're you're not going to make it omaha right and so this team's kind of scruffy starting out, you know, a little rough on the edges, but I think that we're going to get that polishing wheel out. We're going to get the sandstone out. Uh, we're going to, I don't know what, a, what you would use a sandstone to polish with, but uh, you're, we're going to start polishing this guy up. And, uh, and man, I, I think we're going to go to Omaha this year. I think, yes, sir. I'll be darn. I'm putting my stamp on it right now. The, the Will Smith slap of approval. The Razorbacks. Or going to Omaha, Nebraska. That's right. That's yes, all I sir. So that, that's the best we're getting. Uh, so send us your questions or, you know, statements, whatever, objections. I have no idea. Uh, send them to pixelypodcast at gmail.com, P-I-G-S-I-L-L-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Uh, you can send them to us on Twitter. You can send us to us, send us to us. You can send them to us on Facebook. And lastly, you can send them through our website. 
Yes, sir. Our website is pigsillystudios.com, P-I-G-S-I-L-O-Y-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Pigsillystudios.com. And, Aaron, I forgot to mention this to you. Uh, we have a blog section on there, so I'm going to actually go to it right now. Just boom, to, boom, just boom, test boom, the water here. Pig Silly Studios, I'm typing it in right now, if you're listening to this still. PigSillyStudios.com uh, pops up uh, with a beautiful, beautiful Razorback Stadium. Uh, if you're looking at the top, we have a podcast link that you can click, and we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and our host, which is Anchor. You probably heard some uh advertisements for that guy they're giving us money um and then we see an option for the blog so aaron yes. this is what i was talking about uh there's an option for a blog i've already posted one i posted one on april 2nd so this Boom. is something that uh aaron and i are both going to participate in um, yes sir and we're both going to kind of pitch in our thoughts of the week we're going to have sort of a bi-weekly blog so, uh, and it's not going to be long. I mean, we're talking three minutes to read the whole blog, um, right. or the whole snip. I, I just kind of had like two paragraphs on this one. Um, and it's really just what we're thinking about that morning or that afternoon about the hogs, where we're at, how we're standing. Cause this podcast it's once weekly. Right. And so right. we're kind of out of touch on stuff that happens on Monday, especially if this gets released on Friday. Um, And a lot of the stuff that gets released on Thursday and Friday don't even end up on the podcast. So this right here, this blog is going to really be so that we can cover all our bases. Uh, And Aaron Aaron and I are going to find a schedule on, you know, when we can post, when we, you know, that that type of thing. Uh, We also have a store icon and uh, there's nothing to see there yet, but we're working on it. You'll see a picture of the hat. It's a sneak peek of the hat. Uh, it says nothing to see here, but you see the hat in the background. So I encourage you to go look at the website to get a sneak peek of that. Uh, yes, and then there's an about us section and a contact section. That's where you're going to be sending in your questions. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's that's the website, Aaron. I like it, man. Great job. You and then the uh, woman with our lifetime contract, uh, <laughs> my wife, one Brittany Moyer. She did a really good job setting it up, and I just kind of fine-tuned some things. So, yes, all, she did all the an kudos awesome to job. her. Yeah, she's she's the one. She's the genius behind uh, us doing promotion and uh, getting all of our material out there. So, thank you, Brittany Moyer, for making this happen. And obviously, Duke and Cooper. Uh, we and we obviously Duke couldn't do this Cooper. without our sponsors. Uh, they're just, you know, they're, they're very plentiful with their, their contributions. I, a, a beagle and a golden retriever, they make good happen. <laughs> uh, Hey, if so, this is your first time listening to this podcast, by the way, Duke and Cooper are our dogs. So just a heads up there. Um, maybe we'll throw some pictures up one day and show you our, our great sponsors. That's right. <laughs> uh, hey, you got anything else? No, like, share, follow, um, tag some friends on this. Remember the hat. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we we love we love doing this. Thank you for being fans. Yeah, hey man, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a shout on Facebook. Give us a like, follow. 
um and pixely podcast man this is this is fun I, I really enjoy this every week and uh so yeah that's gonna do it for this episode and we'll catch y'all on the flippity flip flippity flip